Welcome to another episode of Decaf. I am here in Anniston, Alabama at my mom's house. Mark last week was in Gatlinburg and now he's back in Nashville. So we're kind of switching up our uh, remote seclusion spots. But Mark, how's it going? How are things back in Nashville? It's good. I mean, I haven't shaved and I haven't got my hair cut, as you can tell. So hopefully that will that will change soon. But uh, otherwise, pretty good. Other than that, I look like Kate, man. Let it be known that I offered to cut Mark's hair and he did not say yes. Yeah, I, we'll see. I said in another week if it because I mean that's the point where like it might never go back. So yeah, that's we true. still going on. I'm hoping that a barber shop will open back up, but not not feeling good about it. We're just having to make do with what we can. I mean, I'm sitting on the basement stairs in my mom's house because this is the closest I can get to the internet, and we're just we're just making do with what we can. Um, so first thing that we should talk about today, um, I love being at my mom's house because we really do align on politics and policy things, and she cannot stand Bernie Sanders, and she came running through the house this morning first thing saying Bernie Sanders has dropped out of the race. Mark, give us your thoughts. I mean, it was it was an inevitable conclusion. Like, he was not going to win the nomination. We all knew that. But unlike last time where he really held on to the end to fight Hillary, he, I guess he saw the writing on the wall this time. I don't know if that says more about how much he hates Hillary. Uh, but it, it's, it's expected now. But if you go back about two months, he was the odds-on favorite to win. I mean, the guy had like a 60 or 70% chance of winning the nomination. So it's a, it's a very steep fall for a guy who everyone expected was going to be the nominee just a few months ago. Yeah, it uh, it kind of surprised me. I am not sure why this, why now, but I, I mean, in due time, we'll see. I mean, I don't know if he has more health concerns. I sure hope he doesn't. That would be really, really sad. Um, I don't think it's that. I think it's just that he sees that there's nowhere for him to pick up votes. With the pandemic, he can't go out. He can't be doing yeah. things. And in the mean, like, and, and Biden's clearly way ahead in every state. So there's not even an opportunity for him to get votes. So I think he has seen the right on the wall. And just is it? And I mean, he does. He's made a whole point about how beating Trump is his number one priority. So I think that he, in his mind, that getting out now will give it a better chance where he's not attacking the the Democratic nominee. And he is old. Like he just, like he just is. He's just older. Old though. Biden's old. Trump's old. I mean, everyone running's old. That's <laughs> true. I don't know. It would, for me, it would, it would really hit home with this health crisis, you know, at his age, maybe he does want to spend time with family. I don't know. I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm not sure. Oh, no. I mean, I, I just think he's realized what the case is. And I think he's a smarter person than maybe we thought last time or like he knew he wasn't going to win last time, but I think he wanted to bring Hillary to the left. And maybe he feels like he brought Biden far enough left that he's, he's satisfied at this point. I'm not sure, but I mean, he, he did, he ran an incredible race outside of my disagreement with him policy-wise. Like, he was this, when he started, he was like, oh, it's, he's running again, fourth, fifth guy. Elizabeth Warren's going to be the progressive person that competes. And he was the number one challenger to Biden and, again, was the favorite for about a one-month time period. So um, I, I counted him out when the election started. And, yeah. of course, he, he made this run that I never thought was possible. So it just shows us how little we really know about politics. And we, neither of us thought Trump was going to be close to the nominee last time. I didn't think Bernie was going to even sniff the nominee this time. And, and, of course, it just shows you how fluid politics are on both sides of the aisle. That's so true. That is so true. Um, speaking of older people, the, <laughs> our good news of the week has to do with Matthew McConaughey and a bunch of old people. I thought this, <laughs> I thought this was the sweetest story that I have heard in a very long time. Matthew McConaughey and his wife and children digitally over video conference played bingo with people in an assisted living home in Texas. That is just about the sweetest thing I've ever heard. I mean, it, it throughout this pandemic, I mean, my mom and I were just talking and she said, um, 
but tonight let's play Uno or put together a puzzle on the table. Usually when I come home for a weekend, I'm out visiting friends and hanging out with people. You're really getting to see people spending a lot of quality time together, and I think it's really sweet. Yeah, too much quality time, I think, in some cases. <sighs> a lot of couples getting divorced. And, and, oh, my and, gosh. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, it, it's so nice that he did that. I mean, he is by far my favorite actor. He's, he's the most incredible actor of our generation who can play. I agree. You know, crappy romantic comedies and still be good and then go like and then play in these really serious movies like Lincoln Lawyer. Lincoln Lawyer. I love that movie. Okay. Sorry. Sloan is. Hey, calm down. Oh. <laughs> a little. A little. Stop. <laughs> and, uh, sorry. <laughs> We're good. Um, yes. But he. he, he, <laughs> he, he stop. Okay. Go there. Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. Um, Took some time. That if you're listening, that was my dog Sloan barking. But yeah, but he he is a great actor, and I love all his. I love everything he's in. Like every movie he is is might not be a great movie, but it's entertaining to watch. And he obviously is. I think he's a very similar character in real life to how he is in those movies. Yeah, I agree. And um, he taught that class at UT. He's undoubtedly very loyal to Texas, and it's just you know he can't go out and do anything for the people who are shut in, but he can do something from his own home. And I think that's really sweet. I mean, I've been playing games via Zoom with some of my friends. Tonight, we're watching the new episode of Survivor via Zoom. Everyone's just connecting any way that they can. And I think that's really sweet. I think the difference is that like those people in the nursing home wanted to hear from Matthew McConaughey. I'm not sure your friends actually want to hear from you, but. Okay, honestly, we can do a poll. Everyone loves me. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I would love to do a poll. Everyone loves me. Something that everyone does not love is property taxes. How about these transitions today, Mark? I'm really killing the game. Yeah. Um, property taxes are something. Yeah. I'll give you property taxes. Okay. Eh, whatever. Um, so there was a recent proposal by Mayor Cooper in Nashville to raise property taxes. We have not been shy about what we think about um, large property taxes, especially in a time of crisis. Um, Mark wrote a blog post about it that you will see on our website. If you, if it's not already up, it will be up soon. Um, Mark, give us some of your uh, raw and unfiltered thoughts on property taxes, especially in the time when we need money, but have we been fiscally conservative? Do we deserve it? I think there's three things. First of all, we're not blaming. I mean, I, I don't agree with Mayor Cooper's idea to do this. I think it's the wrong idea, but he's not responsible for any of the debt we're in currently. So yeah. like, he's not responsible for the problem. Maybe his solution's not, I don't agree with. Right. But I think it's important to remember that um, the people who are going to be taxed with property taxes are some of the people who are hurt the most by this probably recession, definitely crisis. And these are the people who lost jobs income and at the same time you're saying oh yeah you're really struggling i mean you're struggling so much that the federal government's going to bail you out we need to do all these things for you we're going to raise your property taxes like i, I don't get how that makes any sense the, the very people now have to pay more in property taxes for that and again even if it's not the property owner they're going to pass that down on rent and, and everyone's going to pay for this and it, it's just kind of bs and the second issue is that Nashville has been run so poorly. I mean, we, we honestly, for the most part, the people in the city council are, are just clueless about how any kind of economics work. But on top of this idea that we have to raise property taxes to make up for lost revenue, which is what Mayor Cooper's saying, is that imagine if we were to pass that transit plan. Nine billion dollars in transit. And it shows these local officials don't ever think past what's going on right now. They said when they did this, like, oh, you know what? Times are good. We have the money. We didn't have the money still. We still have to raise property taxes. They said times are good. Let's do this now. It's a great time. And 
local governments need to be prepared because if it wasn't this, which nobody could have predicted uh, COVID-19, but it could have been a recession, a fire. Obviously, we see a tornado here. So you need to have money for a rainy day instead of spending on these crazy things. And if it wasn't for the smarter people of Nashville voting down that transit plan, the city council would have taken us to hell. I mean, they, I mean, they are completely out of touch with what normal people have to deal with and what potential consequences come up that you can't expect right now. And it's just, it really shows that politicians need to do a better job thinking about situations that are not currently happening. So you know what? We should keep taxes low. We should watch our spending. We should do things because eventually we're going to need to, if a crisis happens, we're going to need to have that money to help people. I agree. I could not have said it better myself. Rainy day funds are very important. It's really important to be honorable with how cities spend tax money. And, you know, this is a really bad situation we're in, but I hope if nothing else, we can learn from it. And more importantly, don't be short-sighted. I know it sounds good at the time. Of course, you have generally liberal groups saying, oh, we need to expand this. We need to put more money in this. We need to do this. It's like, you see the states that do that, that don't have money to help people now. Like for all of the criticism that you get, Tennessee is very well equipped to deal with this crisis. Yeah, I, I totally agree. As well equipped as you can be. And, and that's what it comes down to. It's not to say that there's not going to be problems or issues because it's a, it's a pandemic. I mean, you can't plan for that. No. But we're in the best position to help our citizens as opposed to these states that are so bankrupt or these cities like Nashville and Memphis that are bankrupt and don't have money to help their citizens. I agree. I could not agree more. Look for Mark's blog. He makes a Utah Jazz reference. When I edited it, I kept it in there. So very um, nice. Yeah, Mark. Um, speaking of jazz and entertainment, last thing we're going to hit on is what we're oh, watching. Oh, that's a bad transition. Speaking of oh. jazz and entertainment. Yeah, Utah Jazz, Mark, sports or entertainment? Yeah, you're really, you're really stretching on that transition, but okay. Sports are entertainment. Um, Mark, what have you been watching since the last time we talked? Well, you, you go first. I feel like I just talked about four minutes straight. So what, what, are you, what have you been watching and listening to? Well, I've revived my Survivor watch. Um, on the way home to Aniston yesterday, it's a four-hour drive. I caught up on Office Ladies. So Office Ladies is a podcast that is done by the women who play Pam and Angela in the office and they go episode by episode and do a recap and they have special guests come on. And so I caught up on office ladies. I usually listen to it on the way to and from work. I haven't done that in a few weeks. So I listen to a lot of that. Well, let me um, ask you a question. So my girlfriend loves office ladies. Do you listen to the podcast? Cause, Cause they go through each episode one by one and talk about stuff. Yeah. Do you listen to the podcast and then watch the episode. So I don't actually do that because I like to remember it visually in my mind. So I don't go and watch it first and then listen to it. I like to listen to them talking about it and think, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And I'll go on YouTube and look up scenes and things that they really talk about because it's so funny. But hearing them talk about it and laugh at how much they were trying not to laugh in any given scene, it's even better than watching it and laughing myself. I should put that on my list. I've, I've heard it's excellent. Oh, it's so well done. And they had Greg Daniels who created the show on one of the episodes, on the Booze Cruise episode. It was so funny. I, I love that. So I've been listening to that a lot. Um, Shit's Creek ended this week. Very, um, oh, so you actually watch it live. Oh, yeah. I love Shit's Creek. So I, yeah, I watch it on Netflix. It, it's weird because I like it, but people, people overrate it, I think. No, it is the perfect show. It's, that, it's so that, that's what I'm saying. People like you overrate. It's a good show. People actually, it's the, it's the next, it's not that, it, it, it's good. I, I watch it all. I enjoy watching it, but it's not on the same level as these other great shows. Well, I think it's absolutely hilarious. It ended this week. So sad. The um, actors, I follow all the actors on Instagram. They've been posting goodbye tributes and 
oh, it just wrecked me, but it's so good. Um, I'm still watching Little Fires Everywhere. It comes out on Hulu week by week. Um, Reese Witherspoon and Carrie Washington. I don't really like Carrie Washington that much, but no, I, I love, love Carrie Witherspoon. Washington. You do love her? Oh, yeah, she's great. I just, yeah, oh, well, yeah. I mean, the shows that she's been in are amazing. I don't yeah, really she's like a great her actress. actress, but Reese Witherspoon is in it, and I love Reese. Um, yeah. That's what I'm on. And then more, more and more Survivor constantly. Well, well you, you missed my, I had a great uh, transition there, but you, you messed it up for me. But you said you're, you said for Schitt's Creek, um, Eugene Levy, who's the producer and he's the dad of that show. Um, he was in a movie I just watched for the first time fully, which is American Pie. Oh, uh, I was never allowed to watch it as a kid. And I watched the first two and man, and I, obviously, you know, I'm okay with crude humor. I think that's funny. And it, yeah. was, not, it was not very good. It really? did not, did not stay at the time. Yeah. It's, I, I was disappointed. Like the jokes weren't well thought out. They weren't really funny. Like they just tried to be like so inappropriate that it would be funny, but like it didn't work out. I, I would rather, if I'm going to watch a movie like that, I'd rather go Deuce Bigelow, Deuce Bigelow European Gigolo, the second one, or like a movie like that because it just wasn't, it's not what it, it, it was told to me like as a kid, like, oh, this is great. You'll love this, but maybe it's different for like a 14 year old as opposed to a 32 year old. I don't know. <laughs> I have never seen any of the movies that you talk about. I've never seen Deuce Bigelow. I've never seen American Pie. It's just not my thing. I just can't get behind Deuce Bigelow. Is like that. It's Rob Schneider. I mean, everything Rob Schneider's in is yeah, cool. funny. What was that one that he was in with? Um, oh my gosh, and he was a girl. Oh, <laughs> um, with Amanda Bynes, isn't that? No, it wasn't Amanda Bynes. Uh, God, I know, I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, Rachel either. McAdams, and they were hot chick. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, like I said, everything that's he funny. does is gold, and he's in every other movie, like the entire time. So, well, Mark is going to stick with his crude humor shows the rest of this time. I've watched four seasons of Survivor so far, and I'm doing Survivor too. So, not just crude, but also Survivor. So, we'll see yeah. what happens. Well, um, I yeah, I have several friends who are borrowing my CBS All Access password because I've gotten everybody hooked on Survivor at this point. Um, Mark, we still need to figure out what season we're going to watch together. Yeah. It's also on Hulu. They don't need to borrow that. You can get that for like very cheap or free. And most people have Hulu. I think. That's true. Um, so if there's anything that we're missing that we haven't watched that we should watch, drop it in the comments. Um, and also just make sure you're staying up to date on our coronavirus response page. We've got a lot of great resources there. We're updating it every single day. BeaconTN.org slash COVID. Also BeaconTN.org slash coronavirus. If you forget, both of them take you to the same place. Um, Mark, any final thoughts? No, I mean, I just, I think that to your point, that page, we've got a lot of compliments from liberals and conservatives alike. So it's not a, it's not this page where like, you're like, oh, it's going to be a, a no government, anything like there, there's a lot on there. And even liberal politicians we've heard from like, oh, I liked a lot of your solutions. So check it out. It's not a, it's not a partisan page. There's a lot of solutions that we think can kind of protect public safety while at the same time, not kind of ruining people's ability to, to make ends meet for the family. Yeah. Amen. Um, stay safe, stay sane, wash your hands, and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening.